Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 4, verses 30 through 34. This is the parable of the mustard seed, and it was paralleled in Matthew chapter 13, verses 31 through 35. You can go back to episode 514 and hear about that. We're going to read it here, but that's not where I'm going to land. I'm just going to land on the last couple verses. And these last couple verses talk about an issue that we talked about during the parable of the sower, which is also in Matthew, Matthew 13, 1 through 17. That's episode 511. So now that we've got you oriented with what we've covered before and maybe what's new or what's review. Let's dive into this. Mark chapter 4 verse 30. And he said, with what can you compare the kingdom of God or what parable shall we use for it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which when sown on the ground is the smallest of all seeds on the earth. Yet when it is sown, it grows up and becomes larger than all the garden plants and puts out large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. That parable, like I said, is talked about in episode 514. Matthew chapter 13 verses 31 and following. This text in Mark is almost verbatim the same parable, but Matthew doesn't include these next two verses, starting with 33. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it. He did not speak to them without a parable, but privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. Now, this concept of using parables and explaining things to his disciples and seeming to be somewhat secretive about the message of the kingdom is something we've already talked about back in episode 5 11 during Matthew's version of the parable of the sower. But I want to hit on this again because this is an important concept for us to understand and it applies to how we receive God's word today. First of all, just to deal with this in the beginning of verse 34, it says he did not speak to them without a parable. That's intended to be a broad generalization. That doesn't mean that he literally did not say a word to anybody except if it was in the context of a parable. It's just to say that he used parables an awful lot when he was teaching the people. And then in verse 34, it goes on to say that privately, to his own disciples, he explained everything. So that implies that if he didn't explain everything, everybody wouldn't understand what he meant. So what's that about? Well, let's just go back again, like we did in the book of Matthew, to the word parable. The Greek is para, alongside, like a parallel line, and bole, sounds like ball, or we get the word ball in other languages from that, and it means to throw. So a parable is a story or an illustration that is thrown alongside the truth to help the people who hear it understand the truth. Well, why does doesn't Jesus just say the truth instead of a story that illustrates the truth or is thrown alongside the truth? One of the reasons, and we see this spelled out more clearly in Matthew during the parable of the sower text, which I already referenced in episode 511, Matthew 13, 1 through 17, there's this idea that if Jesus tells the truths of the kingdom in parable form, it kind of naturally weeds out the people who aren't interested. If you're in the crowd that's following Jesus around and you hear these parables and you're being drawn drawn more and more to Jesus and more and more to the truth of the kingdom and you want to understand everything he's saying because your heart is open to it, then you're either going to think about it enough to you figure out the point of what he's saying and understand the truth that he's teaching, or you're going to stick around and ask him the meaning of it. There are people who did that and oftentimes Jesus is in scripture explaining to people what a parable means who stick around and ask him about it. And in the process, you're going to
going to discover truth. But before you discover the truth, you're going to have to have a little skin in the game. You're going to have to be a little bit interested in it. You're going to have to have a bias toward openness, toward understanding, toward learning, toward being transformed. The people who heard these parables who had no interest in understanding them or the truth behind them just kind of self-selected themselves out. I can imagine somebody in this category showing up when Jesus is in town. I'm going to go check this guy out. I've heard about the miracles that he does. You show up. Maybe he does a miracle. Maybe he doesn't. He teaches in a couple parables. They're hard to understand. I saw the miracle. It was cool. I need to go home and take care of my sheep. Or I didn't see the miracle. I'm a little disappointed and I don't want to think about this stuff that he's teaching because it's really confusing and I'm happy with my Jewish religion or whatever the case may be. And you walk away disinterested, selecting yourself out. So what does any of this have to do with us today? Well, I assume I'm talking to people mostly who would say that they are Christians. There's not a lot of people tuning into a daily devotional podcast who aren't already believers. If you're not a believer, welcome and we're glad you're here learning and we hope you come to faith in Christ. But for those of you who are believers, or at least would call yourself Christians, we need to be careful not to fall in the same trap of showing up for some other reason than to be transformed. It's popular. It's on the to-do list for Christians to do devotions every day, to get in the Word of God. That's good. If our hearts are right about it. Are we just doing this to check it off our list because if we don't do our daily devotion, we're going to feel guilty and feel like we didn't measure up? And if we do do our daily devotion, we feel like we've kind of earned God's favor for the day and you're a good Christian. You can kind of boast a little bit about how faithful and righteous you are. That's not terribly like the people who came and heard Jesus' parables who didn't really have open hearts and were just kind of going to check things out, but never interested in being transformed. Or are you somebody who's coming to this each day, yearning for greater understanding, asking the Lord for wisdom, open to being transformed by the truth of God's word according to the Spirit's work in our lives? Are we kind of a peripheral spectator or are we really inside leaning into the truth, yearning to understand it, to be changed by it so that we can continually be made new and be equipped to have greater and greater kingdom impact during our days in this life. Jesus is not in the business of throwing his pearls to swine. In fact, he exhorted his disciples not to do that among people who really weren't interested in the truth of God's word and being transformed by it. And so some of the truths he teaches, he only privately explains to the people who are interested in having it explained. And I think the same is true today. The Holy Spirit will enlighten those of us who have a desire to know and be shaped by truth. On the other hand, the Holy Spirit's not going to pound his way into somebody's life who has no desire to truly be transformed by scripture, but is going through these motions for some other reason. This also gives us a little bit of an example of how we ought to make disciples ourselves. We ought to spend our time going with the goers. We ought to spend our time investing and pouring ourselves into the people who are receptive to what we're pouring into them, not try to force our way into somebody's life who's just not interested, who doesn't care, who's busy with other things. And that might sound harsh on the surface, but I think it's exactly what we see from Jesus in this text. Come back for more of Mark tomorrow. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. 
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.